Hey, it's Randa. You know, I've made it no secret that ever since I switched my coaching to macro-based, 100% of my clients have had results so far. That's insane. But I also know not everyone can book with me one-on-one, whether it's budget or I even have room because, hey, I'm just one person. I can't take a lot of people in a week. So I decided to create my own macro spreadsheet. That way you can input your numbers and have your macro calculations sent out to you in seconds. This is the exact same formula I use with my clients. I'm so excited to bring this to you. You can go to randonutrition.com slash manage your macros to learn more. You're listening to The Real Nutrition Podcast with Randa Dirksen, where you'll learn that diet and deprivation are not an option as we chat nutrition, health, and how to live a well-rounded life. Because who wants to eat a bowl of romaine lettuce and lemon juice while your family is enjoying pizza? Nope, not you, not anymore. Stick with me and I'll show you how you can find food freedom. Welcome back to the Realistic Nutrition Podcast. What's up, guys? We're on episode 39, and I'm here to teach you how to build a better bowl. That means salad bowl. So this is going to be a quick tip, but it's a question I get asked about a lot. On Instagram, over at Random Nutrition, I share my random ass salad of the day. And it's not unheard of for a DM to drop in my inbox saying, oh, I can't eat salads because I'm starving after. I'm always so hungry after. And we can usually get into a conversation and we find out like, you know, they're not eating enough. You know, a little leaf of lettuce and a little bit of chicken, that's not going to be enough for you. So we're going to talk about proper portion sizes and, you know, just some ideas on how to fuel your body with an easy salad love salads. They're easy to throw together. They're easy to put in containers and bring with you to work or while you're out and about pack to, you know, maybe the cabin for the weekend and they're easy to meal prep. So let's just get into it. And don't worry if you are like, okay, I'm listening to this while I'm driving or I'm listening to this while I'm working out. I am not going to remember this. Don't worry, I put together a cheat sheet for you. If you go to randanutrition.com slash build a better bowl, you'll be taken to where you can download the free cheat sheet that I made for you. This cheat sheet has um, instructions on base, your grain, your accessory vegetables, your protein, your flavor enhancements. Plus I go into portion sizes all on one quick and easy readable cheat sheet. So you can download your build a better bowl cheat sheet, follow along, make your own bowls that you'll create over and over again. And that again is at randomnutrition.com slash build a better bowl. So let's get into it. Let's start with, well, how do you build a bowl? <laughs> Any way you want. But I, I know that's so vague. I'm going to just go in and teach you guys some of the options you can do. Now, what I do and what I teach in the cheat sheet, ooh, that 
That could have been bad. There was a lot of ch going on. I have it as six steps. So I have a base, a grain, an accessory vegetable, a protein, a flavor enhancer, and dressing. Now, I know some of you have asked me before, okay, your salad yesterday on Instagram had rice on it, but today there's no grains. Does that mean grains are good, bad? Nothing is good good or bad, okay? Um, it's about what I feel like eating, to be totally honest. So I might not have a grain and salad some days, but I'm having like chips and salsa later that I'm planning. Um, or I want extra grains <laughs> for dinner. Like maybe I'm making a big quinoa salad and I know I'm going to overdo my portions at dinner. So I'm going to like, you know, maybe add a little extra protein at my lunch and just make some adjustments there. So don't compare what you're doing to anyone else because you don't know what their day looks like. So let's start with step one and choosing your base. Your base is your lettuce. So whether that's spring mix, lettuce, kale, spinach, chard, arugula, I typically do spring mix or spinach because I buy them in the big containers and it's easy to grab them and throw them in a bowl. You're not going to overdo it. No one eats too much kale. There's only so much you can handle. Let's just say what it is. So anywhere from one to three cups, I say two to three cups in the bowl, but honestly, like one cup of kale is usually enough for me. Um, but I'll do about two cups if it's spring mix or spinach. Step two is I choose a grain most of the time, okay? And a grain, it's not even a grain. You know what? It's a starchy carb. It's a starchy carbohydrate. And starchy carbohydrates are fantastic because they are a slow burn. A slow burn meaning you're not going to get a sugar crash. And honestly, with these these this is a balanced meal. So with these starchy carbs, the protein, the healthy fats, you're not going to crash and burn. This is going to keep you fueled all day if you follow my formula. But if you go to a grain or a starchy carb, I should change that because it does say grain in the download. Um, some examples would be sweet potato, even cooked potatoes. I just made a salad last week that was really good and had leftover lemon roasted Greek potatoes. And I took some of that, chopped them up like small and put them in my salad. And it was freaking good. So, so good. But grains would be like rice, sweet potato, uh, not grains. I need to rephrase that. Starchy carbs. Um, sweet potato, potato, yam, rice, uh, rutabaga, quinoa, corn. I do put corn in the grain category. Tortilla strips. Um, so maybe you're making like a taco salad or fajita and you want that little bit of crunch. Throw some like stone ground tortilla chips. Here in Canada, uh, in Western Canada, Save on Foods has a really good one from Western Family. It's a Western Family, like their generic brand, and it's like stone ground tortilla chips, and they taste really good. My favorite tortilla chips of all time are K-Pasa. Um, I'm not sure if you can get them in the States, but they are a Vancouver company, which is awesome, and there are grocery stores everywhere. I know you have some awesome brands as well. Um, there's some grain-free tortilla chips. I know there's some in Canada, just I haven't found them at the stores, but the U.S., I think it's Siete, Siete. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. And 
just throw something like that in there. A grain would be about half a cup is what I consider a portion size. Again, okay, portion sizes are going to be fluid with your calorie goals. Um, if you need more calories than, you know, your average, you, you're probably going to want to add more. You'll, you'll know once you start going into it, what you need more of, but this is a good baseline to start at. Okay. Uh, step three, I call them accessory vegetables. So those are the additional vegetables that add color to your salads. So that would be like red peppers or any bell pepper, cucumber, tomato, carrots, um, what is it called? Uh, purple, red cabbage, any other vegetables aside from lettuce, beets. I love beets in my salad. You can have them cooked. I will take them raw and grate them like a carrot and throw them in there. And that's really good. You got some great, great enzymes in there. Um, I also like to pickle carrots and I have a pickled carrot recipe on Random Nutrition. That is freaking awesome. Um, I will soak cabbage in apple cider vinegar overnight. And then I kind of like have like a cheater kind of a pickle of cabbage to throw in there. Um, I, I will take whatever vegetables I have in my fridge that I need to use up. There's no rule there. And the accessory vegetables, I mean, veggies are great in fiber. They're low in calories. They're high in, you know, antioxidants and all the micronutrients like the vitamins and minerals. I can't remember if I just said they added fiber, but hey, they add fiber, which is really important. And I usually add one to two cups of the accessory vegetables. Next step would be a protein. Now, a serving size of the protein would be about four ounces or three quarters of a cup. Now, there's controversy in measuring the meat, whether it's raw or cooked. It's just if you're logging your food, make sure you logged, log it as cooked, okay? So if you weigh your food and you throw it in and it's 3.5 ounces cooked, you need to look for something that says cooked in whatever app you're logging it in, like my fitness pal. If you're not logging, ignore what I said. So four ounces are about three quarters of a cup of cooked meat. Um, chicken breasts, tofu, beans and legumes. Uh, so that'd be like chickpeas, maybe some like edamame, black beans, uh, lupini beans, wh whatever you are eating that's going to give you some protein. Beef, shrimp, uh, salmon, whatever protein you have there. Step five would be a flavor enhancer. So pickled onions, uh, maybe that pickled cabbage that I told you about, any herbs like cilantro, parsley, rosemary, avocado. Um, I mean, it's a healthy fat, but I consider it a flavor enhancer. Uh, it goes under that. Nuts. Now, serving sizes. If it's things like pickled onions, you don't have to worry about serving size. You're not going to overdo it. Same with herbs. But if you're doing avocados, nuts, feta, uh, Parmesan, what other kind of healthy fat, you are going to want to limit it. There's more calories per gram in a fat. So nine calories per gram to be exact. So a little bit goes a long way, which is why they have so much flavor, right? That fat, it, it's just amazing in a salad. Uh, one of my favorite things is adding feta because feta makes everything better. But you're looking at about two to three tablespoons, maybe a quarter cup. Again, it depends on what you're eating throughout the day. Okay, but add it, enjoy it, have fun with it. 
just remember like your dressing is going to have healthy fats too, right? So you want to just make sure it's balanced. So step six is to dress it. I mean, salad dressing serving size is about one to two tablespoons. Um, Homemade salad dressing, store-bought, oil and vinegar, or even if you just throw a squeeze of lime or lemon, I mean, it's all good. Uh, I've been doing a couple store-bought ones. There's a couple great companies locally I've been buying from. Taste Buddies is one. They're in Vernon. They're fantastic. They have beekeepers. So good. Um, other than that, I usually make something. It takes me two seconds. No, that's a, that's a lie. It takes me maybe 30 seconds to throw some ingredients in a mason jar, close the lid and shake it or throw it all in a blender and go. Uh, one of my favorites, it's actually a Romesco sauce, but I'll link that in the show notes as well, because it's an amazing salad dressing. Maybe just thin it out with some water to make it a little bit more dressing style than a sauce. Same with tzatziki or hummus. Those work as dressings or sauces as well. I have a protein pack tzatziki that I will also link in the show notes. Lots of show notes links today. But you got to remember that these included ingredients, like everything we're talking about today, it's a guideline, okay? Please don't take what I say to rigorous heart. Feel free to be fluid with it. Use what other vegetables, whatever, not what other. See, I'm a little distracted. My daughter is running around the halls while I'm recording this on her scooter, and I'm worried she's going to fall into our sunken living room and crack her head open. (laughs) But hey, got to do what I got to do, working at home, right? Um, But feel free to use whatever vegetables you love. You can also include fruit. A lot of people love strawberries, mango, blueberries in their salads, figs, uh, dates are a big one too. And you can also mix and match your protein. And an example of that would be like a Southwest bowl could have chicken and black beans mixed in. So just experiment with what works for you. And with you having this balanced meal, you have your carbohydrates, you have your protein, you have your fat. As I said earlier, your blood sugar is going to stay balanced. You will not be messaging me and being like, oh yeah, after I had my piece of romaine lettuce, um, I was really hungry after and then I ate everything in my cabinets. That's not going to happen to you. So give that a try. Um, oh, actually, before I sign off, I had a client call yesterday and we were just talking about lunch ideas. And something else that you can do is cook the vegetables ahead of time. So I told her like one of my favorite salads to make would be like a fajita style salad. So you have your base of like greens and then I cook the peppers and onions and chicken in a skillet together. And maybe you can add mushrooms or what other vegetables you want. I mean, I like using the frozen veggies that are peppers and onions mixed together. So I can just dump it in the skillet and go. And then you sprinkle fajita seasoning on it or like um, chili powder, cumin, uh, paprika, garlic, like in a little lime juice, maybe. And then you throw that over and you don't even need dressing because there's so much flavor in those peppers and chicken. Add like a little bit of guac or avocado and you can buy those holy guacamoles. I just did an Instagram reel about what I buy at Costco and that was in there because I love using the holy guacamoles on top of my salad instead of salad dressing. Amazing. You got to try it. But yeah, chicken fajita salad bowls super easy. You could add rice, you could add cauliflower rice, whatever. They're filling and delicious. So give that a try too. Anyway, now I'm going to sign off because I've been chatting your ear off about salad bowls for longer than what I actually wanted. 
Just remember to go to randomnutrition.com slash build a better bowl to download your cheat sheet. And I'll be back next week with an incredible interview that I'm really excited to share with you. 